Before we get started, before any of this starts, I'd like to remind you that you can experience an ad-free version of this by clicking the link in the description that says plus.acast.com slash s slash Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ex surgat deus et dissipentur inimici eius. Et fugiancio derundeum aface eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let all those who hate him flee from before his face. I gotta tell you, when I picked up this story, I thought I was, I already knew I was going to do the story. What I did not expect was to come home and immediately get, excuse me, get verification of the story within like 10 seconds of me refreshing one page. So it turns out, like many of us suspected, that yes, in fact, The entire Russia-Ukraine war is an overly elaborate and deadly scam. Let me get into this here in just a second. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangeli, defendenos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diaboli est opraesidium. Imperatili Deus, supplicus deprecamur, duque princeps militae calestis, santana maliosque spiritus malignos, qui ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum detrude. Amen. Cor Jesus sacratissimum miserere nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatis Carolus domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facium tuum, et salvi erimus. Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. So, first, let me go ahead and give the hat tip to the listener who sent me the email. It's a forwarded email. It gives me some of the intel stuff that I'm always looking for. So, um, thank you very much for that. And then I get, as soon as I, like, I'm reading the email and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm kind of mulling it over as I was on my way home from work. And I'm like, I'm probably going to go ahead and podcast on this episode. And then I walk in the door, I hit refresh on my computer screen, and bam. And apparently, Paul Joseph Watson managed to get his hands on the story, too. Did a quick eight-minute video like he does, basically bluntly saying the whole thing is a scam. So... <clears throat> The headline from Tom Luongo, The UK's Nuclear Blackmail Gambit Fails. This, I gotta tell you, as I was reading it, I had some doubts. I had some doubts about it, and then Paul Joseph Watson kind of just, just sort of kind of came through, and I'm like, okay, this is probably actually true. So from the, from the uh, article, quote, The International Atomic Energy Agency inspectors arrived at Zaporizhia nuclear power plant this morning and were escorted around by the Russian garrison there, apparently 500 strong. Now, it's been a really interesting 48 hours surrounding this site, and I'm talking to you about it today to give you an idea of the lengths that the United Kingdom and its insane intelligence service will go to to try and get NATO directly involved in Ukraine. Let's go back to the last few weeks where we've been told by Ukrainians the Russians have been shelling their own troops apparently to, quote, defend the Zaporizhia 
nuclear power plant. The reality, of course, was apparent to anyone with three functioning brain cells that Ukraine was attacking the plant as a form of nuclear blackmail. Eventually, President Zelensky claimed clean that yes, there were attacks on the power plant in order to get the Russians to leave the site. Let's put this in perspective. They were saying that the Russians were shelling the nuclear power plant. And it turns out that Zelensky was shelling the nuclear power plant. Now, uh, we'll, you know, we'll get there in just a moment. The U.S. has dutifully gone along with this nonsense, saying the plant should be in the hands of neutral third parties to avoid any bad things happening. It's irresponsible for the Russians to hold on to the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant because it's causing Ukrainians to try and fight and take it back. This is all, frankly, BS. Still quoting from the article, by the way. There are a number of issues surrounding this plant. The shelling gave Russia the excuse to shut, out, shut down the reactors. <laughs> Let me say that again. The shelling gave Russia the excuse to shut down the reactors. The Zaporizhia nuclear power plant is the largest nuclear power plant in Europe. And since it's the largest plant in Europe, it means a massive amount of electricity is not being generated, putting upward pressure on the electricity prices continent-wide. Apparently one of Ukraine's few sources of income was reselling this power to the rest of Europe. I, meaning Tom Luongo, also heard reports, you can salt them to your taste, but I'm going to go ahead and flavor these as probably very valid, given the confirmation I just got from, from PJW, <clears throat> that Russia cut the trunk lines to Western Ukraine and was sending all of the plant's output to Crimea, which I gotta be honest with you, okay, cool, whatevs. I mean, if they're getting shelled by Ukraine, why would you keep the power on? Anyway, continuing, Zelensky, the U.S. and the U.K. all continue with a fantasy that Crimea is still Ukraine, even though reality has been otherwise for over eight years, same as the breakaway regions of Donbass. These refusals fuel the justification for policies which are not only dangerous but destructive at a level which has now risen to the level of nuclear blackmail far beyond the idle threats of lobbing ballistic missiles at each other. But none of this compares to what I read this morning about the issue now that the IAEA inspectors are there. Because all of this was set up, was a setup, was a setup, was a setup for the last 48 hours, which is a plan so retarded it reveals the mendacity and desperation of both British intelligence and former Prime Minister Boris Johnson. The Ukrainian armed forces staged a multi-pronged commando of amphibious landing north of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. The goal was to attack it and take it over while the Russian garrison had been removed while awaiting the IAEA inspectors. The idea being to shame Russians out of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant to show that it wasn't being used as this military staging area, attack it while it was lightly defended, and then, and this is the bonkers part, take the entire International Atomic Energy Administ uh, Agency delegation hostage but doing so posing as Russian troops. Now, <clears throat> I can understand. You'd be like, oh, well, you're, you're peddling Russian propaganda and Russia disinformation. Well, let me pump the brakes right there. Who was it who was talking about false flag operations? Because it wasn't Russia talking about false flags operations coming from the West. If you remember, five, six months ago, they were talking about, well, Russia's going to stage a false flag operation in order to do X, Y, and Z, so this way they can get this, that, and the other. Well, hmm. Here's the problem. When it comes to these government types, these deep state, foreign actors, global, global whatever, all of these yahoos, it's always confession through projection. They were trying to come up with a false flag. You think, you doubt me? Remember, these are the same people who just pulled the false flag operation of the Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer supposed kidnapping plot, which was all FBI driven. Oh, but they but they convicted two guys. Oh, okay, cool. Well, supposedly there were seven and nine FBI agents in this supposed plan to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer and kill her. Now, don't get me wrong. If, if that were to happen, I'm not going to cry any tears about it because I know that heifer is basically the Wicked Witch of the North. 
And you can tell because it's painted on their face because you notice that the people who are taken, especially by sin, always seem to wear it on their face. It always seems to find a way to ingrain itself to deform the face into something that doesn't quite look human. That's why we call them lizard people. It's not because we think they're actually lizard people. It's just they've spent so much time being wicked that their visual countenance, the facade that is their face, begins to appear like that of some sort of reptilian semi-quasi-humanoid. It was not Russia talking about the West pulling fa- false flag operations until they until they basically said, well, if the West is talking about false flag operations, it's them who are probably planning to pull it off. And here's where we run into the real issue. If America and the United Kingdom and Europe were operating in good faith, if they had a history of operating in good faith, which, by the way, the moment you take a really close look at anything that's happened in the last 100 years, you can immediately take the good faith actor thing completely out of the argument altogether. These people are not good faith actors. They're not. And we're going to get to why here in a minute, but let's continue with this article. Here is the link to the plan from Intel Slava Z's Intel Slava Z's Telegram channel. Of course, you consult it to taste. I, because of what I've seen in these last in this last year and a half, I mean in truth the last six years, but most especially the last year and a half, I lean towards taking the Russian side of things, because while we can all agree that Putin has issues. If you actually go to the things he said in press conferences and in international delegations and all of those things, he has been fully up front. Now, you can question his motives and and all that, but what you cannot say is you cannot say, hey, this is what he's saying, this is what he's doing, and see any significant difference between those two things. Whether you agree with Russia or not, whether you agree with Putin's intent or not, whether you agree with his motivations or not, the fact is is Putin has operated over this last year as he says he's going to do a thing and he does a thing. Whatever that thing is he says, that's what he does. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's honest. Now, quoting, The Kremlin was aware of the plans of the main intelligence directorate of the armed forces of Ukraine to take advantage of the arrival of the IAEA mission and carry out an amphibious landing in order to try and seize the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant and make statements for days that it was Russian special forces. Under ideal conditions for the work of the DRG, they calculated the task of of taking the mission itself hostage and keeping the nuclear power plant under mines, making demands for the complete withdrawal of Russian troops to the territory of Crimea. Boris Johnson brought the plan of operation and some of the instructors with him as a demobilization court of of his premiership, but if the GUR was successful, he would have refused to transfer power, referring to an international emergency threatening a catastrophe on a planetary scale. At the moment, 47 DRG fighters have been destroyed, three have been taken prisoner, two are in serious condition between life and death, a group of 12 people is blocked on three sides and cut off from the water and boats. By 1,500 hours CTO, the operation will be over. Zelensky's statement of the situation is expected in late afternoon. The head of the IAEA mission has already been notified of the situation, as well as United Nations Secretary General Gutierrez. The operation was coordinated by MI6 officers from their headquarters in the suburbs of Kiev. All 64 DRGs have recently completed training in the United Kingdom and traveled from Warsaw to Odessa on 29 August. That's the report. That's a quote, closing quote from the report, continuing from the article. What this means is that the Johnson and DOD National Security Council have been planning something like this for months, which is why they refuse to allow the Ukrainians to surrender. It is also why the European Union and Davos, who clearly want out of this insanity, are throwing Johnson under the bus for blowing up April's peace talks. 
Now, before I go too much further, let me mention the April peace talks and Boris Johnson tanking those peace talks is what was confirmed by Paul Joseph Watson. Continuing, this was their big operation to turn the entire world against the Russians by saying that in order to suppress the real story at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, Russia kidnapped peaceful IAEA inspectors and used them as political hostages. This would have allowed the neocon-backed Johnson to stay in power through emergency powers and set the precedent for Biden to do the same thing before the midterms. Then you can coordinate that with the collapse of capital markets as whatever else comes next can set in motion NATO officially getting involved in Ukraine and vast nationalization of whole swaths of the West's industrial base then ensues. With the Russians escorting the IAEA inspectors into the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant and Ukraine's attempts to delay them while the amphibious assaults vaporized, which they have, this entire disgusting affair ends. Now, from Summit News, I wish this got better. From Foreign Affairs, which by the way is you know, pro-West, pro-Ukraine. Quote, Despite calls by some for negotiated settlement that would involve Ukrainian territorial concessions, Putin seems uninterested in a compromise that would leave Ukraine as a sovereign independent state, whatever its borders. According to multiple former U.S. officials we spoke with, in April 2022, Russian and Ukrainian negotiators appeared to have tentatively agreed on the outlines of a negotiated interim settlement. Russia would withdraw it to its position in, on February 23rd when it controlled part of the Donbass and all of Crimea, and in exchange, Ukraine would promise not to see NATO membership and instead receive security guarantees from a number of countries. That was in April. They were going to have that done in April. Instead, Something happens. Boris Johnson goes, and he decides to tank the whole thing. Which is actually really remarkable when you think about it. Because, I mean, you've got to have some serious chutzpah to do such a thing. We're going to go ahead and leave... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? We're going to go ahead and leave a crisis in place. Because that's basically what he decided to do. He left a crisis in place. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <sighs> Never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, let's see. What has happened with this particular crisis? This particular crisis, unlike all of the worst fights in the Middle East, which is, you know, heavy oil, etc., this particular crisis now actually has Europe basically freezing to death, planning on freezing to death, burning, boiling up, and think about this, Spain. What did Spain come out with? You can't set your air conditioners to lower than 80 degrees. Germany, France, after a certain hour, all street lights have all street lights and public advertising lights, so like if your storefront has lights, they have to be shut down. They're blacking out parts of Europe. Why? Because they don't have the energy. Why don't they have the energy? Because they're dependent on it from Russia. Except they put sanctions on Russia. So what did they do? Well, we can make this look okay. We're going to put sanctions on Russia. Russia's going to send liquid natural, liquefied natural gas and oil to China. China's going to buy it, of course. And then China's going to give a markup and sell it back to us. Now, we're not buying Russian oil and gas. We're buying Chinese oil and gas from who happened to just happen to be getting it from the Russians. And I'm sure by now, if you are on social media, then you've seen the pictures, like the screen grabs and pictures of people showing their energy bill, which was like, you know, 6,000 euro for a year, suddenly blowing up to 11,000 euro for a year. And if that wasn't bad enough, and this is the thing that really bakes my noodle, you have someone who is supposed to represent the German government, and she 
is in it, she's in some sort of conference talking about how we're going to support Ukraine and I don't care if my voters don't like it in Germany we're going to support Ukraine what you represent Germany so if your voters don't like it in Germany what should you be doing you should be you should be serving your voters right and this is why democracy is such a dangerous thing because they're like, well, we got elected, so we can do whatever we want for this period of time. And it doesn't really matter what the voters say because they're the ones who put us here, so we have the mandate. I'm sorry, do what? I'm sorry, what? These are the same... Oh. The worst part about it is, and this is probably the thing that aggravates me the most about it, is all of these people are like, well, we need to do this, that, and the other. We have to support the current thing, and we have to do blah, blah, blah. And then when you ask, wait a minute, is this actually going to help or is it going to hurt? What do they say? You're a Russian puppet. They'll come out and tell you, it, Joe Biden did what? He comes out in a press conference and he says, it's going to hurt the American people. It's going to hurt Europe. It's going to hurt everybody. It's gonna, and it's going to hurt Russians. And we're going to do it because it's going to hurt Russians, even though it's going to hurt us, it's going to hurt Europe, and it's going to hurt the world. Even though. And they talk about and, uh, and they talk about it like we're making a sacrifice for the greater good but it's not a sacrifice for the greater good isn't it weird how it doesn't matter if it's climate change or the ukraine war or russia gate or whatever isn't it weird how all of these things all just seem to put in the same policies you don't think that's just a little bit off I've said many times, you know, Putin, Putin may not be the good guy, but in this particular case, the ruble is skyrocketing in value. Putin looks like the strong man in the world. We look like morons. We're collapsing our economies. Do you think Put yourself in Putin's shoes for just a moment. The United States decides it's going to send billions upon billions upon billions of dollars to Ukraine. And less than a third of the money is actually going to make it to where it's trying to go. And the other two thirds of what, what now at this point, $80 billion just vanishes. We can't track it. We don't know where it is. We don't know what's going on with it. We don't know. We don't know who's got it. We don't know if we gave it to some oligarch or some or some Russian syndicate or whatever. We don't know where the money's going. We don't know. You think Putin's going to stop us from flushing our money down the toilet? Think about this. If this really is a battle between the between Russia and Vladimir Putin and the West. Do you maybe think he's ever read from that playbook that says never stop your enemy when they're messing up? We're choosing everything to do wrong. Russia right now has so much excess natural gas that they're flaring it out. They're just burning it. They can't possibly use it. They're trying to ship it out and all that other stuff. But they have so much of it that they can, just, they can afford to burn it. You think the Russians are going to freeze to death this winter? Think about it. If they're not going to freeze to death, but Europe is going to freeze to death, do you think Russia's going to stop them? Russia? Okay, look. Since as far back as the Soviet Union, they never liked NATO. They didn't want NATO encroaching on all their borders. NATO is now encroaching on pretty much every single one of their borders. But NATO is also shooting itself in the foot. Do you really think he's going to stop America and Europe and NATO from shooting themselves in the foot? Would you? Let's say you and I were in a fight. And I decided that instead of punching you in the face... I'm going to punch myself in the face. And while I'm punching myself in the face, I'm going to have my buddy who I'm supposed to be jumping you with kick me in the, in the, in the, in the crotch. Now, if you're fighting me and my buddy, and my buddy is busy kicking me in the crotch, and I am punching myself in the face, are you going to stop me? Remember, you want to see my downfall just as much as I supposedly want to see your downfall. So are you going to stop me from punching myself in the face and having my buddy kick me in the crotch? 
Does that sound like a viable course of action? Do you honestly think that Putin's going to jump in and go, no, 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 stop. Stop, don't worry, I give. No. He's not going to stop us from cutting our own throats. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You think Xi Jinping is going to stop us from cutting our own throats? They're making money hand over fist. Russia is making money on on oil and natural gas sales to China. They're making the money. China's making the money back and then some by selling the oil and natural gas that they're buying from Russia to Europe. And Europe is being stupid enough to buy oil and natural gas at a markup from China because we couldn't possibly just buy straight from Russia. Russia, man, bad. Now, seriously, do you think it's because these people are stupid? Do you think they are honestly too stupid to realize that the actions they're taking are actually screwing us. They see the inflation numbers, they see the cost of energy, they see all of those things. But remember, these are the same people who want oil and natural gas to cost more. Why? Because they want people to be begging for those electric cars. They want people to be begging for solar and wind. They want to be they want people to be begging for stuff that doesn't work because they couldn't possibly afford the stuff that does. All for the planet. Really? So they're doing this thing in Ukraine that's causing the thing they want to do around the world so that they can put in their little handy-dandy new world order. And you call it whatever you want, the Great Reset, whatever. I don't care. Whatever it is that you want to call it, you call it. You can call it Franco's Fish Kebabs on Ice. I don't care. I don't care. You want to call it the Great Reset? Cool, call it the Great Reset. You want to call it Franco's Fish Kebabs on Ice? Go for it. Call it Franco's Fish Kebabs on Ice. You want to call it the New World Order? Cool, whatever. Don't care. Under whatever guise you call it, the Green New Deal, Franco's Fish Kebabs on Ice, the Great Reset, the New World Order, whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing. And I think if... I think if I'm ever on somebody's YouTube channel... They might get lost when I call it Franco's Fish Kebabs on Ice. But that's okay, because at least they won't get demonetized. (sighs) 
has it hit the people around you that what they're doing all just seems to keep moving in the same direction? Or are the people around you the same NPCs, the same non-player characters, the same pre-programmed, diabolically disoriented people who are like, I stand with Ukraine and I support BLM and trans people are people. Actually, that's shorter. Trans rights are human rights. And we shout out that we kill babies. It's the same people. They're all back in the same thing. It's the same thing. Whether it's the LGBTQRSTUVLMNOPMAPXYZ people, whether it's the BLM, we're going to burn your city down and everybody else's city down, defund the police and take all the guns. I stand with Zelensky, the five foot five comedian who dances in platform high heels and, and patent leather tights. By the way, he actually did that. I'm just, just throwing that out there. Oh, but he's a comedian. It's so, it's so avant-garde. Meanwhile, his country's fighting a war and he's doing what? Oh, he's posing for Vogue magazine. Strike a pose. Right. And it's funny because you notice that even the Davos crowd are like, okay, some people are kind of catching on to this and these people just seem to keep heading in the right dire same direction. Maybe we should get rid of Mr. Boris Johnson before he tanks the whole Great Reset right out from under us. Fun fact. Again, my Macroaggressions podcast. Somebody did their homework. Found out that the World Economic Forum, specifically Klaus Schwab, apparently Klaus Schwab is actually the son of a Nazi. Who knew? I mean, it's, you know, you got a non-zero chance of, you know, the leader of the World Economic Forum actually being the child of a Nazi general. And Klaus Schwab actually is. Weird. Dear family, if more people just took some time to do a little bit of homework... More people took time to just go, wait a minute, don't I remember something about something like that happening back in 1994? Didn't Venezuela just go through this? Didn't Colombia go through it about a decade before? Didn't South Africa go through this? Liberia back in the 90s, Nicaragua is going through it right now. Again? Again? Nicaragua is going back through it? How many times are we going to assume that people are making the stupid decision rather than the one that they really want? At what point do we stop giving these people the benefit of the doubt and start doubting the benefit? When do we start calling these people out for their bullcrap and doing maybe just a little, not a whole, maybe a little bit more than just calling people out? I think, I think as time goes on, People are going to realize that they needed their tomatoes and their lettuce and rotten eggs. They needed their torches and their pitchforks. They needed to actually do these things now. And they'll eventually get on the scene and start doing this stuff. But the longer we wait, the worse it's going to be. Legitimately, the longer we wait, the worse it's going to be. That's going to be the theme of my new book. No, I'm not actually writing a book. I, I can't sit down long enough to write a book. But I should write a book. And that book would be entitled, The Longer You Wait, The Worse It's Going to Get. The longer you wait to pull the Band-Aid off, the worse it's going to get. Eventually, the, the, eventually the wound that the Band-Aid was covering and helping heal will start to get infected. And the sooner you pull it off, the better, because the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. These people need to meet a guillotine.
Nobody's going to guillotine them, okay? Not until it's way too late. And they hop on their private jets and they escape from the countries that they've destroyed. But these are the people that you actually hang for treason. They've committed treason. Look, Boris Johnson choosing to tank a peace agreement with Ukraine and Russia in order to prolong the war so that his people could get stuck and suckered into managing to keep with the powers that shouldn't be while simultaneously paying for astronomical energy prices. The sort of energy prices that are going to cause people to lose their business, to lose their livelihood, to lose their home, to lose their life due to freezing to death. These people are the ones he's killing. The same people he killed with the COVID lockdowns. The same people they killed with the mRNA gene therapy crap. That time and time, by the way, this morning, new articles coming out, finally bubbling to the surface. And people are starting to realize that the mRNA DNA freaking editing crap that they foisted on the entire planet does pass down to your children. If you took the jab and then you get pregnant and have kids, they get the mRNA gene editing that you took. So not only did your genes get edited, but your progeny ad infinitum's genes will be edited. Congratulations, people. We can add that to the other crap. We can add that to the list of things that we can now look out for as what? What's going to happen? I mean, the hyperbolic way of saying it is that people, more kids are going to be born with some kind of weird autoimmune syndrome, which is probably true. If I really want to go hyperbolic, these people are going to have a third arm growing out their forehead. Because we decided to play with the gene sequencing. How many people are going to suffer and die because of this? At what point do you call these people traitors? What did they do? They locked you down. Why? Because they wanted to suppress your resistance. The same thing, think about this, the same thing that was, these two things were happening simultaneously in 2020. We were locked down for a so-called disease, and cities were being burned down by protests. And if you were burning down the cities in the name of Black Lives Matter, then you got a free pass. This was necessary. In order to fight institutional racism, it was much more important to the public health than COVID, and so it's not a super spreader. It's absolutely a legitimate form of protest. And then you go the other direction, and people who actually protest the lockdowns, you people are endangering grandma. You have no regard for public health. You're traitors. You should all be imprisoned. Which they would then later do in January 6th, rolls around. Is this really stupidity or is this malice? Because if it's stupidity, then it's not treason. But if it's malice, then it is. These people are conducting full spectrum warfare against their own citizens. That means the Biden administration is conducting full spectrum warfare against Americans, in particular anybody who might have an R after their last name or doesn't agree with the current thing. Full scale, full spectrum operations. The gaslighting, the psyops, the continual the continual crap coming out of the media, the sending cops to, to come on now, they raided the they raided the former president's home. For what? Actually, backpedal from that. Let's say it was Barack Obama. Would you still want the home of the former president to be able to be raided? Let's say it was Barack Obama that was getting that was getting raided. Well, he didn't do anything. Well, no, he was one of the first traitors of this century. One of, he wasn't the first traitor of this century. The first traitor, tragically, and it pains me to say this, was George W. Bush. 
And it pains me to say it because I personally met him and I personally like him. But it doesn't change the fact that he conducted warfare against his own citizens in the form of the Department of Homeland Security, of which the red flag should have been, excuse me, the red armband should have been the fact that there has not been a Department of Homeland Security since Nazi Germany. Should have been the first clue. So George W. Bush is a traitor. Condoleezza Rice pains me to say it is a traitor. Colin Powell pains me to say it is a traitor. I mean, well, it pains me less with Colin Powell because he turned into such a wokester near the end or since recently. So it pains me less to say it about him because I think he's a schmuck anyway. Don Rumsfeld, traitor. John Bolton, traitor. Traitor. Barack Obama, traitor. Eric Holder, traitor. What's her name? Uh, Lynch, the Lynch lady who's currently in the White House now. Traitor. Traitor. If you think this list is going to somehow end because your sacred cow might be in it, you're wrong. The only person who I do not believe is an actual traitor is Senator Rand Paul. All of the others? Traitors. In Congress, there might be one or two, but I'm even counting down. I'm counting down the time until Marjorie Taylor Greene does, pulls a Dan Crenshaw and becomes a traitor. And yes, Dan Crenshaw, I called your I lost my eye in special forces operations overseas in Iraq and Afghanistan. You're behind a traitor. I called you a traitor because you are a traitor. I served my country. So did I. I didn't I didn't turn against them for Ukraine. I fought in all the same conflicts that you did. And I didn't turn my back. Well, at least not until my country threw me in prison. But your country didn't throw you in prison and you turned your back on them. Why? Oh, because of the current thing. You one-eyed moron. I seem a little bit harsher it's because at some point people actually have to get it through their thick skull that the only that the only answer these people are really going to accept it's not elections if they can't win the election they'll rig the election you want to you want to bet me on this one let's see how 2020 turn let's see how this let's see how things turn out in this november watch as that red tidal wave that everybody was talking about well, it seems like everybody's already talking about it. It seems to just be petering out. Why? Because of that traitor, Mitch McConnell. Another lizard purple a person, Turtlehead himself, who's decided that doing the right thing for the country doesn't matter because he is fat and happy and rich of the Chinese Communist Party and his Chinese Communist Party-connected wife. You think you think cocaine Mitch is going to save you? Nope. Ain't happening cuz he's just as much of a traitor as the rest of them. At least AOC never acted like an actual American. At least Rashida Tlaib didn't ever act like a regular American. Ayanna Presley never acted like an actual American. Heck, she's been showing up in Congress looking like a straight supervillain for the last year and a half, two years with the bald head and the purple leather suit. I mean, Sao Gao, how do you miss this stuff? CEO of BlackRock, one of the three big companies, controls $23, $20 trillion in assets, including probably your pension. What's the CEO's name? Larry what? Larry Fink. God has been writing the script with the most blatant, obvious, color code, I mean a kindergartner with a coloring book can figure this crap out, and we, for some reason, cannot.
You have a blonde, 80-year-old Klaus Schwab who sits in his chair in his nice suit talking about how the fourth industrial revolution is going to take humanity by storm to a next level. And then when you ask what that fourth industrial revolution is, he tells you it is cyborgs. It is COVID chips. It is getting everyone vaccinated. It is making sure that the market works the way the elites want it to work. You will own nothing and you will be happy. You will eat the pugs and live in the pod and you will enjoy it. Why? Because the World Economic Forum, the heir to the Nazi empire, says so. And like the bunch of morons we are, we've been buying it hook, line, and sinker. No matter how many times people have said, no, this is communism. No, this is socialism. No, this is not America's values. And we've been doing it anyway. And we've let them maneuver us into a position. Why? Because orange man, bad. And when you look to the church, what do you get from the church? From the church, we may as well have a Nazi in the, in wearing the tiara, declaring for all the world that God is dead, Christ has given up his mission, and we are to serve one another for the greater good. Sound like hyperbole? How's the unique expression of the one of the holy sacrifice of the mass, the unique expression of the lex orandi of the Roman rite, with some panty waist bishop who left his testicles in some other wife's purse, probably the lady deacon chick who was standing next to him at the altar, concelebrating the mass, which by the way, I know normally concelebrating the mass is used in a slightly different term, so we're going to specify how I'm using the term here because it's different from the normal means of concelebration. The normal means of concelebration is you have a whole bunch of priests who show up and sit in the pews and they follow along, yay, kumbaya, the bishop celebrating mass. We're just going to sit and watch. Okay, Novus Ordo concelebration and what they're bringing on. Now, concelebration is the bishop stands there and he holds the host with only the one hand, like it's a credit card and he's going to Macy's. The deacon in his rainbow, I swear, it was actually a rainbow stole. Six color alphabet people, sunshine and lollipops and unicorns stole. And some old Susan from the parish council heifer, and they're all three reciting, all three reciting the words of consecration from the altar. I don't see what the problem is. It's it's 100% participation by the faithful. This is what the dialoguing church looks like. If it seems as though I have a certain amount of derision at the ready for this sort of stuff, it's probably because I had my faith in my country shaken by being thrown in prison, thinking that justice was a thing and that the court system was actually fair. I had my faith shaken by being thrown in prison. And so I knew that I could not depend on my country. And then as I was in prison, I came back to the one true faith. And then within a couple of years, I find out that the same thing that's happened to my country is happening to my church. But one key difference, the body, blood, soul, and divinity, the altar is not in the Congress. It's not in the White House. You can find the altar nowhere with any of the federal buildings in the United States. And despite the best efforts of the African queen 
Cardinal Gregory himself. The altar is still actually found in the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is still present there, despite Wilton Gregory's best efforts. In a Roman church, you can still find the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. In a Roman church, you can still find the throne room of God. which you will not find in any U.S. government building, you will not find at the base of any American flag, you will not find the one true God in government. But the one holy Catholic and apostolic church is still the repository for the entire deposit of the faith. And despite the best efforts of these rainbow sash pink feather boa wearing wannabes who call themselves bishop and cardinal and priest despite all of their protestations to turn the to turn the one holy catholic and apostolic faith into a fraternal organization for the betterment of mankind especially the lgbtqrstuvnlmnop despite that Christ is king. Christus vincit, Christus regnat, Christus imperat. Viva Christo Rey! This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.